Welcome back, everybody, to Out at Reese's Podcast. I'm your host, Reese Chalvis, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Ethan Feinschreiber. How's it going? So, uh, Ethan, how's it going, man? How you been? It's it's I'm doing all right. Um, I uh, when I when I heard I was when I heard that you know you wanted me to be a part of your podcast because I think you told me at first uh, that you were doing a podcast and I thought. Right. <gasps> cool this is where i can spill my feelings <laughs> uh and then eventually you said hey i want to want you to be i'd love for you to be on one of my podcasts and then i of course couldn't i, I couldn't turn it down i couldn't resist so yeah here i am <laughs> yeah I, I thought it'd be cool to have you on man uh i really appreciate that there's I, there's a there's a lot more to what i have to say about certain things than what people know about me especially when it comes probably comes to doing your youtube videos and such yeah you, you like you don't get to really express those kind of thoughts, of course, you know, in your, in your YouTube videos. And so I feel like a podcast can really just be a place to just sit down, have a chill conversation about anything, really. Exactly. And just here's who I am. You know, here's yep. my thoughts and feelings and, yeah, and, that's, and I, whatnot. That's, that's important. I remember bringing it up. I remember being like, oh, yeah, I started a podcast. I remember you were like... I remember seeing it like that, <laughs> you that, saw that the, light bulb come on. You, you saw know? how excited yeah. I got. <laughs> that was pretty, it's, quite, it's cool to finally have you on. I know Thank you've you been so much. pretty busy these past couple of weeks. A little bit. I've been doing a lot of uh, lot of stuff. We've been we finished. Uh, what's it called? It's we've we finished uh, the third shooting the third episode of our Cobra Kid Ooh. series. This is one of our most professional uh, films, um, and. Uh, we hired uh, a guy by the name of uh, Ian Lang. Um, good, uh, good fun dude. Um, good friend and he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's great. And so, yeah, yeah uh, I, I met him a few years ago. Oh, you did? Okay. Only, only a couple times though, but he's, he's pretty cool. Nice guy. He's hilarious too. And like I, one of the, one of the shooting days was just like, <laughs> we could not keep, we could not keep it together. It was, it was getting late and he, and, and he would just laugh at everything. And so we could just not get any shots. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Um, how, how's it been just shooting that? I don't, you know, I don't want to dive too deep into that, but. Just how, how's that shooting shooting that been compared to back when you did like? Are you still doing Ninja Kids Power Ranger stuff? Uh, when it comes to the Power Ranger series, of course, the idea that it'll that it'll keep going always is open. But uh, yeah, overall, I don't think we're gonna be shooting an episode ten anytime soon. Um, likely, probably not at all. Um, oh, really? The Ninja Kids are really starting to grow up. Heck, Brighton is now uh, off. On a mission now. He's in. Oh, he's Aust on a mission. He's, he's on a mission in Australia. Dang. So That's uh, crazy. He's, he's doing his two-year mission. Um, and then the other kids are just starting to do their own things as well. They're growing up, and now uh, they recently did a talent search, which is basically where uh, the Ninja Kids are looking for other people to uh, to basically become the Ninja Kids because because so, the, the original kids are starting to grow up. And right, they're not right. Really kids they're anymore. not kids. They're, they're, they're teens. Literally. 18 adults now 16 you know 17. uh yeah i think ashton's 16 or maybe 17 now um <laughs> brighton's 18 he's turning 19 here soon how old was he like 12 or 10 like 11 or something when they first did the first episode oh i'm not sure how they i i only remember the second episode of how old they were um and that was um yeah i was i think 13 12 or 13 then and so he was probably about 13 Dude, time flies. Yeah, <laughs> time flies. Yeah, it's. I think it's funny though because even though time, a lot of time has passed between then and, and now, I get comments on so many of my videos, especially my pop, my TikToks that go yeah. viral. Of holy crap, I used to watch you when I was a kid. That's like insane. And when they did, I'm like, okay, so when they watched that Power Ranger, they were like Power Ranger stuff. They were like five, six. 
Six years later, they're about 11, 12. And they're like, I used to watch you when I was a kid. And I'm like, I'm st- you're still a kid. <laughs> I, I used to entertain you when I was a kid. That's right, how it right, goes. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's probably just weird for them to see you growing up, you know? Because I think I met you when... I, th- I think I met you in about 2017. Is that when it was? Yeah, that's basically so. when we started the Power Rangers. Yeah, that was so five years ago. Yeah. Five to six years. Dang, that's <laughs> crazy. Yep. I can't believe it's been that long. That's cool. It's cool. I think I'm it's glad cool. I still know you after five right, years. Right, I was, was going <laughs> to say, like, it's cool we've still managed to keep some kind of contact. You know? I'll admit that was actually probably a lot more work on your part to do that because oh, most of the time it was you reaching out to me. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, I haven't heard, I haven't, haven't seen him in a while. I completely right. forgot. And I, and then I start to feel bad and I'm like, wow, I should have been more communicative. I mean, you, you know, I, and I, and I understand, I feel like we just kind of both, we were both doing different things and, and when we would see each other is usually like kind of YouTube related, yeah, you know, but shoots it, with Carla absolutely. and, and, and stuff it, like that. Um, but it, it, I feel like it takes what in any sort of. Uh, I, I'm trying to make it so it doesn't seem like I'm forcing the topic I want to talk about onto what we're under, onto our current conversation. I just feel like in any type of, type of relationship, it takes guts to, to reach out to someone who right. you haven't talked to for a while and be the one to start up those conversations. It can be scary sometimes, oh you know, like, yeah. oh, it's like, there's actually a few friends I've actually had to oh, wait, I probably really have. like, huh? What's that? I just don't want to take a drink in the middle of like, while you're, oh, you're fine. Like it's, it's totally cool. Drink okay. as much water. I just water. don't want to. So, but there's been like s- several friends that I've uh, in the past that they're like old friends from 2010, 2012, you know, and I've reached and I've been like, oh, I haven't talked to them in a long time. They were like my best friends too. Oh, nice. And then I would reach out and it wouldn't really go anywhere. I'm like, all right, I guess that kind of the past sometimes just stays in the past, you know, yep. um, even if you, despite you trying to reach out and such, which can suck, you know, I feel like sometimes it can be very hard to let go of old relationships and friendships it can be i it actually just reminded me of uh someone who's started to come back into my life a little bit um uh his name is and uh he and i met in fourth grade fourth grade and we only know we only knew each other through fourth grade and we got along then um but you know that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah, it was 10 years ago. Um, and uh, and then eventually, I think I started seeing that he is, uh, I think it was when I was about 13, He I saw, or 12 or 13, I saw that he, he reached out and he was like, I'm starting to get into tricking and I know you're really good at it and can, you know, want a session sometime or like, sure. And so eventually we did that and we started we became buddies and he we do sleepovers all the time yeah. and so and we do dinners together That's and it was awesome. just yeah he and I were That's really cool. close for a while um, we do trips together it was amazing and uh and then uh something had ended our relationship i don't want to go into too much detail right. about that mostly just cuz i don't want to be putting throwing people under the bus um but something happened to our relationship that basically was just like oh crap i don't trust is sort of gone a little bit and i before people start going into asking questions, just know he's a good guy, and so am I. <laughs> we're both cool guys, and we're both we're both great. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, it, that basically stopped it for a while, and uh, and it was and and uh, he he started to get back into tricking again, and it's been nice, it's been great to see him, and then uh, when we did see him, I was it was just like crazy to to see him again after after not seeing him for probably about four or five years. 
and I and so after we after the session, I just said, "Are you doing anything?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Why don't do you want to just like go to like a coffee shop and just to catch up? Like I have so much to tell you because I started just when I started getting into the big like the thing I'm hu- super passionate about right now is snakes." And I and he and our friendship ended like just when I was starting to get into snakes. And so uh, and so I was like, man, he's I wonder if he's still even thinking about that sort of stuff in the sense that I can tell him all of the success I've had with right. that now because I found many species and all over the place. And so I'd just be like I, I'd get so excited. I'm just so excited by the thought I could catch up and tell him all of my success in the sort of in this thing I was getting excited about. And, uh, and I find out he's, he's, he's got his own interests now. And of course it's not snakes. Um, (laughs) um, but it was just really interesting to catch up and see how, how, how his interests branched, how his interests branched out into things he's doing now. And they're very different from what I'm doing now. And unfortunately I just felt like as, as nice as that conversation was to catch up, I just didn't see the kid that I was friends with just and I just wasn't like the same energy not quite I just felt like the combat the compatibility just wasn't there like it used to yeah. be and as, as sad as that is it's it's really not that bad he and I still have a great time when we're both sessioning um he makes me laugh super hard um and I make him laugh of course uh, as well but um I I don't think we're gonna be hanging out, out hanging out outside of uh tricking but then again mm-hmm. i never know where it'll go um so i can't say for sure um but yeah not nice dude and uh and I, I'm, not, I'm not really too saddened by the fact that the compatibility just isn't what it used to be um we just don't have a lot in common anymore so it's definitely a weird thing especially like when you're kind of going through the first like couple eras of a friendship with someone right and it's you you have these memories and ideas of who this person is like rooted into your brain you know uh throughout those first years with them and then when you when you end up coming back to a friendship with them especially after that long it's it's it seems like it can be very surreal and kind of almost heartbreaking despite you guys being on yeah. you know decent terms still it can almost be heartbreaking because you you miss that old relationship you had with them yeah you, know? you miss that how they used to be not right. how they are now right. and that's all you ever knew and so yeah. when they come back and they look the same but you know they're different it's definitely something something else i don't look different he looks very similar he just has a beard now i however look way different than we than i did when when we first uh were hanging out have you have you ever um i i, I don't want to get too personal you know i don't want to push any boundaries but have you ever had no boundaries with me any friendships that they were probably some of your closest friends and it just turned really bad like just that was definitely one of them the one i've been talking about is definitely was definitely one of them um and i'm trying to think of like possibly another one uh that's basically the big one that I can think of right now. I can't think of really many others, unfortunately. I, I had I had some that really changed my life. Uh, I grew I grew I went through I knew these guys from high school from about ninth grade. Mm. They became my best friends. Like they after high school, they were my they were my friend group that I talked to every day, hung out after with every school. single day. Yeah. Congrats, dude! Not a lot of people and actually maintain friendships after high school. We went through this thing where. 
I had just gone through a breakup, and you know, you know the breakup that I'm I talking about, and uh, I wasn't coping well with it. And wait, that, that, you were in high school then? This was this was after high school that I got that we I went through a breakup. Okay, I'm just like, is it the breakup I'm thinking of? Yes, yes, yeah. You you know the person. But, you were in high school. Well, it, well, we we started dating in seventh seventeen. So in twelfth grade is when we started started dating. Yeah, but like I didn't know you had just gotten out of high school. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. When we broke up, I think I'd been out of high school for about a year. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, yeah. So so we, I'd, I was going through a breakup, going through some other financial stuff that I couldn't control at the time, and then when I felt like I needed my friends the most, you know, I we just suddenly became kind of distant and yeah. I was like, what, what's, the worst what's, what's going timing on? is horrible. Yeah. And, and I was like, this is horrible. I felt like, cause I, they were my closest friends. I had other friends of course, but just, they weren't as close as those friends, you know? Yeah. And, and when I, you know, kind of like after a couple months had gone by, this was December of 2019, mm. a couple months had gone by. I'd been out of the relationship for a couple months now mm. and I reached out to them cause I wanted to talk to them again. And, I found out that they all kind of started hating me, like just talking crap about me for no reason. Not necessarily. I mean, they they didn't like how I was coping with going through the breakup because, ah. like, I I, w- I was someone who very much like I'd g- always go to them for help, and they'd give me advice, and I was just so I could never I was never good at taking their advice and actually using it, and uh, but but. I, but there w- there was still a very much like not really any good reason for why they actually like genuinely just disliked me and started hating me and such hmm. and it hurt me a lot because all the stuff I was already going through this was just another thing to add to it and it was it was really heartbreaking cuz it was like four or five of my friends and I just felt like I felt like I had just been a washed up Capri Sun bottle on yeah. a beach you know what I mean exactly. I was like man it like changed my life because that's when I was like, you know what? So I'm gonna start did, hitting the gym and, and yeah. Such, so how know? so how did going through how did hitting rock bottom change your life in that sense? How did it change your views on how you're gonna approach future relationships? So a lot of them, when when I would uh, come to them with ideas of mine and such for trying to either make money or just cool ideas I had, it'd get shot down a lot. And so after that had happened with them. And after I'd kind of just cut them off, I was like, kind of just as like a, like, F you watch me, watch me succeed. So I was like, I want to, I want to prove you wrong. I've always felt like success is the biggest form of revenge. So I wanted to get like kind of a revenge, but not in a negative sense of, you know, oh, I'm going to ruin their lives. No, I want to show them I have what it takes to succeed that's the best form of revenge is I'm going to be successful. Okay. Despite what you guys think about me, okay. I'm going to make it. So I started, so you wanted to prove them wrong basically. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. But this, you know, and so I started hitting the gym and I just started really doing research on self-improvement, self-help type of stuff, you know, how to put work on my mindset, just become a lot better of a person. Cause I, I did feel like at that point I was kind of becoming a toxic person and they definitely helped me see that. And so I decided I want to work on myself. So I started just spending a lot of time doing research on things I could just do throughout the day to 
just things I could tell myself, little te- techniques and tactics that I could do throughout the day just to boost my my uh, my self-esteem, you know, my my motivation and such, and then also just hitting the gym, eating healthier. All these things all stemmed from me hitting this rock bottom point in my life. And so if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have started hitting the gym like I did and and trying to just constantly strive for self-improvement. And so that's, I definitely feel like it was a catalyst to putting me to where I am today and in my ambitions and my goals and really seeing a decent future and also giving me my my current set of friends being the best friends I've ever had in my life and being Great. never being closer with anybody than I do now, you know. So well, congratulations, man. So in a way I gotta thank my old friends for allowing me to get here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's that's kind of what's happened to me and it's definitely been a crazy journey. So <laughs> so now that you're here, you have even closer friends. You've hit the gym, you've become a better person. Have you gotten revenge? I would say I'm definitely on the way to seeing my revenge take place. I think the ultimate, my ultimately, my last goal is to become financially successful. Okay. And then at that point, I can really say I've got my revenge. Okay. So, <laughs> you know? well, I was just, I was curious because, because eventually, I mean, if you're trying, if you're, I guess, trying to become a better person, when is it going to get to the point where you don't care about getting revenge? I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm mostly past that point, really. Like okay. in in my journey of self healing, and mental healing, it's I've kind of learned there is really no point in holding on to those emotions. So like when I say I haven't gotten my revenge yet, that's more ultimately because I haven't accomplished these goals. Right, but also I, it's more I also don't care as much to accomplish these goals for them. Now it's become I want to accomplish these goals for me. So when okay. I'm motivated every day it's not by the the anger just making and, sure i know. was just like we're not still we're not still motivated for the wrong reason right 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 yeah so so it's definitely moved away from from why do i want to accomplish my goals of revenge it's like is it to, or why do i want to accomplish these goals is it now to still get revenge on these guys no it's because i want to see myself succeed and become the best person i can i'm doing this for me and not for them anymore Good. you know so so i don't think i'll ever reach the point in my life where i've gotten my revenge because at this point I don't want to see it that way. I Good. feel like that's too negative and exactly and such. But do you, how, how do you, how do you feel when it comes to like when it comes to after going through like a friendship loss like like similar to that that you've gone through? Do you feel like there's definitely been things from it that you're glad you went through to ultimately kind of? help you see things better or make you a better person or yes but not from my loss of friendship so a lot of the things i know now about being a good person especially being good with friendships and good with people uh and taking things with a mature perspective actually came from being alone for a year um and that was my junior year when we when everybody basically had to be uh indoors um because of the pandemic yeah and so i was just home alone all the time just thinking like what would i do in this situation what would you do in that situation 
what if someone treated me like this? What if someone treated me like that? How would it end? And I'd have all this time to myself to think, how would these end up, likely? And, oh my god, it's amazing what I learned. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, and I thought that was so much fun, because I, I, I kind of learned a lot after... I, I had that time to analyze things, and I think that also came from... I just think just just thinking about it now, it possibly, I probably started doing that because I started... Uh, wallowing in sadness over a breakup that happened like four years ago. At the yeah. Time, at, excuse me, at the time. Um, and I was, you know, I was like, I've been single for three. Yeah, I was like, I've been single for three years. What am I doing wrong? Like, and I'm just, and I, I was, it took me forever to realize, all right, so let's, let's look back and think of all the possible, of all the possibilities uh, as to why this horrible breakup went down the way it did. Right. And eventually I started to learn a bit more about myself and how immature I really was back then. Um, and now I'm just starting and I've, I've seen where like, I, I now know where like jealousy comes from. I know where, I know where insecurity comes right, from. Right. I and so at this point, I can take those into account going on to my next rela relationship, and and I did, and it was a great one. We're not together anymore, but it was it was good. You know, I I actually relate one hundred percent with the feeling alone and going through kind of a lonely period. Mm -hmm. uh, this was actually also right around the start of COVID, right? Because mm -hmm. because when my friends had done the thing, back it was a end of twenty nineteen, and then mm -hmm. COVID started twenty twenty, right. I really decided, like, I want to learn to not be reliant on doing stuff with people, you know, because I'm always, I want to do this thing. Yo, calling up my friends. Yo, do you want to, you want to come do this thing with me? Oh, they can't do it. So I, you I'm don't just not do, it. do it. Exactly. Right. And I had to really learn, you know what? I'm just going to start going out by myself and seeing how that goes. So, like, I started with easier things like just hiking, you know, just hiking by myself. And now I've learned, I think I prefer to hike by myself than oh, with really? people because it's so mind clearing and I don't have to just. I can just focus on living in nature or like just like living in the moment, experiencing nature, you know, and that's, yeah. it's become my favorite thing. And let me tell you, if you like doing that, then maybe you shouldn't go hiking with me because I'm just gonna be looking for snakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I still like to go with friends for sure. Yeah. But the, it's just a different experience going by yourself. Yeah. You know? I do that as well. I do and, that a lot. And it's, it's, it's just that, that experience has taught me like even just taking like, kind of like road trips little short road trips by myself and just trying new things out going downtown even just and walking around exploring the city by myself mm -hmm. is a huge thing uh because it's like going downtown is usually seen as something like oh you go you're with your friends downtown hang out you know uh when you're 21 go to a bar and stuff like that i've actually haven't gone to a bar by myself yet that's still something i have yet to try but mm. um it's definitely opened my mind to just the possibilities that you don't need people to have a good time and have fun that is correct that is definitely yeah um you know yourself probably more than anyone else so you know like you you know how things are going to end up when you're just hanging out with yourself like, right right and exactly the hardest part though when you're kind of entering that journey i feel like was while while you're you're right you do know yourself better than anyone else but sometimes you don't think so and you haven't truly explored your own 
true passions until you have right and you have so, to hang out with it's like like a like a different person you have to hang out with yourself exactly to get to know yourself. that's a i that's a good metaphor for that, or that that's a good uh way to put it because it's definitely it takes a lot to especially if you're a social person and you're used to just always doing stuff with friends family it's hard to like go I, by yourself yeah and i think that's why a lot of people despite having a lot of friends just don't handle situations a lot of situations especially friendship like situations in a more mature manner is because they haven't they don't know who they they just don't know who they are yet because they haven't hung out with themselves exactly. they, they've taken all that time they could have hung out with themselves hanging out with other people and i i i, I for a while i was uh, for a long time it was lit basically literally up until now i've wondered why i figured out so much about myself uh, and how to become a more mature person from being alone, and I, we just, we just, I think we just answered that question. Yeah, yeah, and it's, and I, it's I, awesome. I, I think that's really nice to. It's fun to know. I think, I think there's a balance for everything, and if you can find the perfect balance that brings you the most, not just happiness, but also the most insight on your, who you are as a person and finding yourself, mm -hmm. you find the balance of you know that alone time that you need and. And then with people, you know, because it's always good to, you know, hang out with people, yep. visit people, meet new people, um, just explore the, essentially the realm of possibility. And when it comes to, yeah, for for seeing this, there was it, like after junior, I was like, wow, I know so much. I've everything's different now. And for senior year, I want to do most most everything online because I just felt it felt it was easier that way. Right. Having to do everything online in junior year, I'm like, okay, I know what. Excuse me. I know what courses and programs are going to be easier, so I'm gonna. Excuse me. I got the burpees. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I take those for senior year. That way, I can just get stuff done easily. But, and I only had to do two classes, but I took a third. In person, because I wanted to socialize. I wanted to try out whatever. I wanted to see what I knew. Uh, see all the stuff that I've uh, learned in uh in the situation so i wanted to implement essentially Im implement everything i've learned uh and try again and that's basically what started probably the best romantic relationship in my life Is, so you're not single now i am single now. oh you are single now yes but, but that was that was uh it was getting to socialize uh, right in during senior year just that one class just one class yeah. every other day for for my senior year is what is what was uh is what brought me that it was great i've i've always I, I've, I've had this life motto for a couple a few years now it's uh a lot of people are like i want to find someone and they try so hard and desperately to find the one right and, and you <laughs> yeah. know and i feel like the reason it feels so impossible to find the one is because your mind is so focused on trying to achieve this spe very specific goal of a, say obtaining a relationship it almost seems harder, but it's like I try so hard, but it just seems the harder I try, the it's like the you're literally it is. trying to find a single person that exists in the eight billion people that exist right. today. You're, li it li it, you're literally you're at you're you're treating it like you're looking for only one person in the seven billion or eight billion people that exist that exists. Like right. it's, yeah. it's, that's just not how it works. Exactly, and and also because like. Because your mind is because most of your mind power is going towards that, it's gonna feel like it's a lot harder to find it. When so the so what I like to live by is don't seek people, seek experiences. So that if your mind is focused on on 
on a more root uh i'm trying to think how to describe this on a more root subject that is where you'll find people you know like if you seek experience you'll find people but since your mind isn't focused on trying to find the one or people it'll feel like they're just naturally suddenly coming into your life and so so that's kind of what i live by is just i want to seek experience and just see where it takes me you know and that's where i've Smart. met some of the best friends in my life that's that's i think that's how i grew my that last relationship i've been referring to a little bit it was just like there were so many things i'd never done before that she was like yeah let's try let's let's try this let's go let's go to this restaurant or let's go here and i'm like yeah. i really don't want to but let's just do it <laughs> i had a great time <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. yeah yeah it's it's scary though i feel like i feel like this is this is kind of going more into the dating realm but i feel like dating especially looking for love and stuff can be scary holy crap you know, it's terrifying it's, yeah i mean i just, uh, yeah, it's, I think now more than ever, people are scared of creepy guys. <laughs> right, right. Or, and then, and then there's guys who are scared of being seen as being a creepy guy. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> right, because there's there's so much like dating is different than it was for our parents. Right, like like just the the way society views it and yep. treats it, it's very different for us. And it's become a lot scarier in the sense that we just th – there's so many guys that are scared to even make a, a single move on a girl, but like uh, even just to go talk to them because they're scared. The girls are like, oh, who's this guy talking to me? Who, who's this creep? Exactly. You know, and, and it takes a lot of self-esteem to brush that off and be like, well – I know I I know that I'm not that person so I'm just yeah. going to move on to the next one. And I feel like I'm starting to get there. <laughs> but then I'm scared she's going to the person then the person I go after next is going to hear about the experience I had with the last girl right. and be like make sure you watch out for this guy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and so I get nervous about that and I'm like okay, I need to move somewhere. <laughs> I need to move somewhere else. I feel like especially when you go through a messy breakup, there's always going to be the two sides of the story. Like there's going to be their side to everybody, they're gonna paint you as the bad guy, and then from your perspective, you're the good guy. If it's well, that right. is if it if, is if it's not not mutual. If it's not mutual, that's, that's why I said messy breakup. Usually. Oh, okay, got right. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My last breakup was mutual, and I was very yeah. I couldn't. I, couldn't have I feel like it was great. a true mutual breakup is really hard, but you know, if, if you were able to get that, that's awesome. Because I feel like you can. So why? Wait, wait, hold on. So why is a true mutual breakup harder? Because I feel like a lot of people in today's including myself in today's generation has a hard time expressing how they truly feel about whether it's something their partner does or how they are. And cause they're, they're scared of what they might think if they tr like, I mean, it's, they still will open up to them, but I feel like there's certain things they'll keep to themselves and not truly express their feelings in fear of what they might think of. Them. Okay. But what is, what does that have to do with the, with a breakup? with a break with so, mutual so, breakup so like I've, I've i've seen with friends they're like oh yeah it was a mutual breakup it's all good and then they're hurting so bad and and oftentimes when i'm talking about it they usually didn't express certain things that they should have in the moment of the breakup that could have essentially like so so when it comes to a mutual breakup, it takes one person to bring up the idea first, right? So they're like, 
I don't know if things are working out. And then when it goes to the other person, they it's up to them. How are they going to respond next? They Maybe they agree. They're like, you're right. Maybe it's not working out. But also, there's a reason why it wasn't working out, right? Maybe one of them was suppressing their feelings and emotions and about something they were doing. So, they're so, so they started losing that attraction towards them. And so I, I feel like for something to be truly like 50-50 mutual is really rare in that sense that there was somewhere that something went wrong, whether there was someone doing something that you didn't like or you started to see the true how they really are. Like, like there's a reason why it wasn't working out, right? And so it usually started with one falling out of that then, romance before yeah. the other. I think then I... Th- I think we, I think my lat then so far from what I'm hearing, it's, it seems like, uh, based on those terms. Yeah. My last relationship breakup was perfectly 50, 50. It was, it was weird. That's, that's, it was weird. I'm like, I think this is how I feel. And she's like, like, I'm like, she's like, yeah, I feel the same way. And I'm like, I know I'm just like feeling this and this and this. And she's like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, ah, crap, but (laughs) good thing we're on the same page. (laughs) Definitely. I feel like it's definitely a Still, I'm sure it still it still hurts though, right? But but it was it was it was uh yeah. I think it was kind of like we had we I I had basically had like a day set. I'm like, all right, you want to do our last date on this day? Sure, I'll take you home and and we'll and we can figure it out then. So we basically had a, I basically kind of started going through the process beforehand. Oh, so by wow. the, so it's almost as if we'd broken up before we broken up. Um, but. Holy shit, was it... Oh, wait, I shouldn't be cussing in this. No, you, the, all my other guests, and I even I swear on this podcast, oh, okay. you're, you're good. Like, wait. <laughs> um, yeah, holy holy shit, was it difficult uh, because of just being used to having a companion. Uh, right. She was basically the only person I hung out with that was not my family. Uh literally like i did not have any i didn't have a friend at all either i still mostly don't have a very any close friends right now but uh yeah so she was definitely the closest person outside of my family that i was closest to um i feel like having a relationship is like almost living another lifestyle it really really is a completely different lifestyle your life yeah it it really does and it it was it was it was hard because I was like, well, just because, you know, just because we, we ended things doesn't mean we can change this lifestyle. I mean, we can still hang out as friends, right? And I had to discover you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that uh, really hurt. And that was why right, it was so hard. Right. I was like, no, I can't go back there. Like, no, you just, you, you have to, you have to get over her first. And that takes not spending time with her possibly for several, several months, maybe even up to a year right? Uh, before you can actually start to talk again and do that friendship, platonic relationship with that person that you're romantic for before. Uh, and so that, hard. That is really Maintaining hard. Maintaining a relationship, like a friendship with them after a breakup. Yeah, and though it can be done, you you need a, you need a, you need a, what's it called? Like a, a a time of of no, time of nothing like, like a time space of, and, yes you, and... space thank you you need a time of space right is what i was trying to get at oh and sure. some people don't realize that because it's it sucks to have that space it sucks because you're alone during that time of space but holy crap do you need it and i've seen the results of people not taking that space and it it's 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 tearing them apart it can get really it's messy ter- it, it's they're going through it right now and it's really hard to watch it and, and it's when it, especially when it's happening to your friends and your family and you 
try to be there for them but like you know it's just a part of the whole process and it's you just have to like as much advice and stuff as you can give them and and want to give them it they're still gonna have to go through it either way and it's just you know it's a part of life and so don't you know like i i now let, let me ask you this i have a question about that so with the whole 50 50 mutual breakup thing yeah do you feel like having a mutual breakup would make it easier to maintain a friendship later on or do you think if it's more one side of a sided breakup that's a good question and i think honestly it it probably does because there's no there's no seeking forgiveness uh there's no seeking revenge <laughs> there's no seeking sorrow um to see if this person changes to make sure they learned from the mistake they made that caused this breakup to not be mutual um because my i th i definitely say my the breakup i had before that was not mutual whatsoever um uh it just ugh. it hell we were really young so of course it was going to be like that like um yeah. I, feel, I feel like I was even young when I went through my last breakup. Yeah. Like it was, I, I've never actually had a mutual breakup. It's, so it's definitely something I wonder about. I like wonder what that's like, you know? It's not – it's I, – I, I, I fully believe it's not as bad as a non-mutual breakup. A non-mutual breakup leaves you asking questions. Right. It leaves oh, you thinking, so did I do something wrong? Did they do something wrong? There was – something wrong happened and we – and instead of finding the solution, it actually tore us apart. And you cannot find the solution if you guys are not together. Uh, it, I mean, you can, but it can be really, really hard because you have to talk it out. And if you guys are not talking, then you just can't. Right, Communication right. is 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 paramount for that. And so, um, and so you're left having to figure out what went wrong yourself. And that is what I had to do for – that's what I had to do for three years before going into my next relate. It took me three years to figure that sort of stuff out. And once I did, I, I, I did end up find, and eventually finding out, like, where the immaturities, where the mistakes were made. And now I know a lot more about myself and possibly that other person that I didn't know before. Um, and now they're doing their own thing. I'm doing my own thing. We haven't talked in many, many years. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I honestly wish the best for them, seriously. Like when I, I – I still ask about them from to some people who still keep in contact with them. Like how are they doing? Just out of curiosity. Um, and oh, they're doing well. They're, they have this job. They graduated early. And I'm like, oh, wow, good for them. No heart feelings. No right, hard right, feelings. Right, exactly. You just hear like, I'm glad they're doing good. Yeah, no heart feelings. And same thing with the, with the other person. Like uh, I – uh, my, the, this last girl I've been telling you about, um, that was my most recent, that was the mutual breakup I was telling you about. Um, yeah, she was, uh, I, I, like, it's, hasn't been that long since we've broken up. I mean, I mean it, it was, it was in like, uh, what was it? May, April, May. So about six months? About six months, yeah. Six months. And she's been in another relationship since then. Um, and, hard scene that? and that's what I was thinking. I was like, I think if I, uh, because I'd figured all that stuff out about that sort of stuff and yeah. because it was mutual, it was definitely a lot easier. Like hearing that, it was like a little hard to digest. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting this. Mm -hmm. Cause, because, I mean, 
a misconception that I sort of formed was, well, if our breakup is mutual, then then how we move forward from this should be mutual, which is not true. Right, right. <laughs> she might decide to, you know, she might she might uh, go on another relationship soon after or not. I mean, but I don't judge her either way. Um, <laughs> and she and she did say something. She was like, "Yeah, I was, I'm kind of worried this is a rebound. I hope it's not a rebound." And I'm like, "So what? <laughs> Everybody has their ways of handling breakups. So what?" Like, what if it was was or not? I so what? Um, yeah, either way, whether it was or not, I wouldn't. I I won't judge her. Um, that was her first relationship too, and yeah, I thought it was really nice being able to. I felt like I was the one kind of guiding how the relationship was going because right, I had been yeah. through this before and I had learned a lot more about myself. And she had no idea what was going on, and so I was just like, "Well, this is what usually happens. If you're not comfortable with this, then you speak up for yourself, right?" Right. Yeah. Um, and she was great, and and uh, I'm just worried she's not gonna find someone like that again. I'm actually worried for her. Right. Right. <laughs> And it's it's definitely like uh, having a relationship where if you've had a lot of experience with them, but they haven't, that right there is already a barrier that's really hard to to break down between you guys because like I feel like you're gonna so as you kind of show her how at least from your personal experience, because they say I don't know what the percentage is so I'm not even gonna throw anything out there but I know most first relationships never work out. Like, someone's first relationships, for the most part, will not work out. Like, it's just, like, statistically not going to work out. Some some do. Don't get me wrong. There are some people where they yeah, find their first love and it just happens to don't, work out. Yeah, don't you – know? of course, don't go into a relationship thinking, all right, if this person's not the one, then the universe ends. Right. Right. <laughs> right? right. It sure feels like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, but it's it's, it's – uh, it's just it's a very tricky subject, you know, because there's so many factors and variables that go into it. People are just so different from each other that yep. it's there's not really any one way fits all, you know, yep. one size fits all type of thing. It's just you just learn as you experience and some things will work for you that others don't for other people or some things work for other people that don't work for you. And you just kind of figure that out as you gain that dating experience and you just right. maybe can get lucky and found the one exactly first time you know exactly and that's i i think you get lucky if you find it in the first hundred dates honestly like i right. think, oh yeah. i act like i think dating just tons of different people is not some i i don't think of that as like you're a you're a man whore or you're a lady whore or whatever i just like i, I don't if if you are dating to figure out more i i think you should go out and date as many people as you can mostly just to figure more about yourself and other people so that you know what works and what doesn't and, and even and if the that's... more people you date the more you figure that out right and it actually does get easier and better over time especially like i feel like there's a bad reputation for people who experience these like I've, there's been people in the past who they that like me and my friends have talked about and stuff or like just know about like say in school or whatever mm -hmm. it's like like dang they're going through a relationship every month yeah and it's like it's almost seen as negative if you're going through like month-long relationship it can be it just depends it on what is be. their intention if their intention is just to sleep with a lot of guys just to break their hearts just so they can feel better about themselves then yeah it's uh, they there's something's going on in their life that's that's horrible but that's definitely not a good intention. right right but if the intention is to get to know themselves and other people then by all means exactly. go ahead like like the, I was away gonna, <laughs> <laughs> well, like if you're just because i mean 
the world is there to explore people are there to explore and it's it's just it seems like society wants us to just settle down so fast you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the, the just the way we're taught growing up. I, it's like, oh, we become an adult, graduate high school, find a girl, and get married. And it's like, dang. It's like, steps, it's like step one, go to school. Step two, graduate. Step three, get married. And it's like, whoa, where's st- <laughs> shouldn't there be like where's six step- more steps? <laughs> right. Where's, five, where's step five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and all the right, way up to right. Yeah. And and so I feel like growing up with that kind of mind, it, can, it just it makes it harder to explore that kind of realm and and that kind of world it's a lot of pressure and then there's also the the exact opposite that i hear which is you're so young you don't have to worry about this now and i'm like i don't have to but i don't really have a choice it's called puberty i have i I am gonna worry about this (laughs) of course i'm gonna worry about this at this age and that's also normal and that's also okay to basically use to explore uh doesn't really matter what age you are like this 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 idea of going out and figuring yourself out and other people out by dating other people doesn't really age doesn't even factor into that really right right and it's it is like very much a balance too you know trying to find what works for you the best what 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 brings you the most happiness and and peace you know like some people if they're waiting to date they're waiting say i don't want to date till i'm financially stable got a good job whatever you know or if someone's like i want to date i want to get married soon you know it's like it's like you just find what what truly will help you in with your mind and just your life in general mm-hmm. you know it's all about, about that balance because mm-hmm. I, I believe that everything has balance agreed and it's about finding that you yep. know balance find your balance <laughs> What time? What time is it? Six forty-nine. Six forty-nine. Dang, we've already been going for fifty minutes. That's crazy. On next week's episode, sex positions. No, I'm <laughs> Let me tell you what I've learned. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> but we're man, getting to the juicy details. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So we're gonna get wrapping up here. But man, All I right. appreciate you coming on. This was awesome. You'll definitely if you if you ever want to, you'll. Definitely have to come on again. Absolutely, I this has been awesome. I would love to. Thank you so much. Seriously, yeah, for sure, man. I'm so happy. I I literally just through this conversation learned a couple things I did not know about myself. Like the very thing we have been talking about is a constant thing that happens through conversations like this, and that's why I value stuff like this so much. Exactly. I I feel like one thing I feel like with when it comes to conversation and stuff, a lot of people will say, "Oh, I." I'm not the kind of person to really open up. I just don't cope well like that. But I feel like when you hear yourself say stuff, it almost gives you like out loud versus just keeping it in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I feel like it almost gives you a new perspective on a little bit. on the thought, right? So you can almost change your mind on things or even have new thoughts just from saying stuff out loud. You yeah, you literally you know? it's 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 a part of getting to know yourself by talking to yourself out loud. Exactly. I talk to myself out loud all the time and it's when you when you have the mindset like you're talking to a separate person it's amazing how much you can actually have a mature conversation and learn about this other person that actually happens to be you you know (laughs) literally just talking to yourself like so for an example when i every day i try to spend 20 minutes doing a practice podcast with by myself so i'll just 
I, do, I just usually record with my phone, and it's it's podcasts will never see the light of day. I used to do pra- practice reaction videos on the toilet, but go on. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I just spend 20 minutes. I just start talking. I And the whole goal is don't have anything prepared beforehand. Just start talking. Mm-hmm. Try not to let a second, like a couple, try not to let there be more than a second of silence and just talk. And I've realized I've taught myself things that I'd never thought before just from talking to myself and learn even learn things about myself that i'm like dang yeah that's sick that's that's it's weird. crazy yeah. so i i think talking is really healthy and it's, it's, excuse me it's very healthy and stuff but anyways guys uh sorry for those of you that have some sort of limitation that keeps you from talking it was, that's not funny for the for those of you that don't know who Ethan is, where can they find you? Um, so I have a lot of social. So I'm known for basically completely different things than what we've been talking about. That's part <laughs> of why I really wanted to do this. Yeah. Um. But I uh. But I have a YouTube channel. It's called Ethan Fine Schreiber. Um. I have actually I have four YouTube channels. Uh. Ethan Fine Schreiber. Uh. Which is my biggest channel. We do a lot of different videos on that, including stuff with the Ninja Kids. Um. Uh, I'm I'm Fine Triber is called my is my reaction channel. Um, that one's for slightly older audiences, and I think that's slightly more enjoyable content in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then my third channel is actually all about snakes. It's called Snakes that's on the so Brain. Cool. That's the one that's that so I maintain. Cool. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's awesome. That's like, the one I put my heart and soul into because I mean, I the the other two channels, it's a business. We have a whole team of people. That's the one that makes money. However, the Snake Channel is just kind of my own personal hobby that I just, just for fun. Yeah, just that's for awesome. fun, and it's 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 basically a start to my to my end end goal. How many subscribers wise. is that one at? Three thousand ish. That's so cool. Doing that's okay. awesome. Um, but yeah, I've just started to upload a couple more things. I'm working. Like, there's another episode that's going to be coming out soon. I just have to ask my mom to finish my thumbnail, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it'll be uploaded. Um, it's about wandering garter snakes. It's the common garter snake you find around here in Utah. Um, and yeah, I I've been editing like crazy on that. Um, it's been really, really fun. And then the last channel is called Cobra Kids. I think that one's also mon- that one's monetized, and that one's I think bigger than uh, my steak channel now. But oh, uh, really? Yeah, I think so. And that one basically is just where we post our uh, parts of our series of Cobra Kids too. So that's cool. That's cool. I'll have all of his uh, social media and everything in the description if you guys oh, want to check that out. Uh, thank you guys for watching wherever you're listening at morning, day, or night. I hope you guys have a good one. Thanks again for coming on, man. Absolutely. Thanks again. Right. And I hope you guys learned something. All right. Have a good one. Peace.